Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Now, we want to touch on the issue uh, of uh, intergenerational abuse, um, uh, something that, understandably, people almost don't want to think about a lot of the time and we're very aware of that through our annual fundraiser on behalf of children at risk in Limerick, Carrie, and uh, we'll be telling you more about the efforts that uh, we'll be making and asking you to help them uh, a bit uh, later, uh, probably into early September. Clearly, like all these organisations deeply affected by the ongoing COVID restrictions and the things that they would normally do and you'd hear about throughout the year uh, through uh, Live 95 helping Limerick children. Not possible again this year, but we are hoping, you were very generous last year, that we can raise as much as we can for them. And to talk to us a bit about that and the issues around it, we have Colm O'Brien, who is the General Manager of CARI, based here in Limerick, and Colm, very well known to people in Limerick uh, through uh, his company Carambola Kids and Emer O'Neill who's the Head of Therapy at Carry, and they're both on the line and good morning to you. Um, first of all, Emer, this point about intergenerational abuse or generation after generation of uh, some families um, being involved in it, what are the root causes of that from your experience and expertise? Um, hiya, Joe. Um, I, I suppose it's a very complex area. I suppose there's not one answer um, that you can give. It can be many different reasons um, why intergenerational abuse um, can happen. But I think what's really, really important is um, supporting and um, looking after children um, and giving children um, a voice to be able to talk to people around what's happened um, in their family and if they have been sexually abused. Right. But give me some sense of what some of the uh, typical causes can be that it does, as I say, not always, but sometimes go down through generations of families. Well, I I suppose I suppose it can be people's many different ideas. So one, there may be previous abuse. Um, people's relationship um, to how they uh, um, they see abuse. Um, um, it can be their relationship maybe to sex. Um, it can be power control. Um, I said there, there's many different reasons um, why this can happen. Um, um, so, like, there isn't one um, reason at all. And does therapy work? You know, can it uh, help people through being a survivor of this type of abuse? Absolutely. Um, We've we've got to hope that it does. Um, People do live life. They do function. There is hope there, but it's getting the right support. And it's it's parents and families and communities. Like it takes it takes a whole community, doesn't it, to to rear a child. And I think it's really important that the right supports are put in um, from children and that we give them the support um, when um, they disclose um, that they have been hurt. Now, Colm, I know you've been on the board of CARI nationally for many years before you've taken up this role now as general manager um, of CARI nationally, but based here in Limerick, they're very strong presence in Limerick and have had for years, as we know very well. What are your thoughts on it? Well, first of all, Jill, thank you for having us on uh, and thank you and all of your listeners for the incredible support that has been offered CARI over the years and we're delighted and honoured that you guys have chosen to support CARI yet again uh, in 2021. So we're looking forward to working with you in the next quarter. Um, it's a very difficult subject, Joe, 
that, that's the challenge. And I was listening to your conversation there with, with Emer and uh, hurt people hurt people. Charlene yeah. Masterson, as you know, came on. Um, she was on uh, another station with another fella recently. Uh, but she was very brave and she, she got on and she spoke very openly about what, what went on. And So the, the Ch- Carrie's been around for 31 years. We've recently, as you know, moved headquarters, national headquarters, and now there's in the NS Road there, just, just below the, uh, the Greenhouse Hotel. Uh, but, uh, you know, Carrie's been around for 31 years dealing with this problem. And, and here's the problem. It's getting worse. So I, I, I've... I'm in awe of the therapist, Emer, and her team and the work that they do because there's no way I could consider myself doing it. What they've got to listen to and, and, and bear witness to, you know, it, it, it's not for daytime radio, that's for sure. No, right? no. So, so, here's, so here's the challenge. How, how do we stop it? And I asked the therapist, why did they continue to do it? And they said, because we see a child coming through our doors broken. And a, a, a period later, whatever that period is, it could be six months, it could be a year, it could be three years. Whatever period later we see that child skipping back out the door because that child has learned to deal with. We can't, can't turn the clock back. And here's our hope as an organization, Joe, is that we can help more children. And as a result of having more children, that, that intergenerational peace will get broken. Yes. So that makes sense. And it's a, it's a, long, it's a long play. Yeah. It's, not, it's not easy, you know. And, and do you think, Colm... <laughs> People will look, for example, at some of the things that have gone on on the World Wide Web and say, oh, that's made it worse. Or has that just facilitated something that unfortunately has always been with us? It's just it's just facilitated it. Um, the, yeah. the, 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 the challenge, sorry, sorry, I'll let you back in a second. The, cha- the challenge is uh, it's always gone on. Um, you know, it's gone on uh, all of the time. Uh, we need to break the silence. And Joe, we really appreciate being here today just to start that process. We need to break the silence. Uh, a child deserves a childhood. And if, for whatever reason, that child is not experiencing a childhood uh, that we, you and I might consider normal, they need to be able to open up to a trusted adult. And that's where it becomes difficult because if you take Sherilyn Masterson, you know, she went to her dad to open up. I don't know if you're, you're familiar with the exact details of the case, but she, she went to her dad because she was anonymously uh, t- asked to do something. Uh, and she went to her dad because he was the trusted adult. And uh, it got worse. So it's very difficult for a child to open up. And uh, we, we've learned through therapy, you will concur with this, that they a child will test an adult mm. with a small piece of information. They just drip feed to see how does that land because if it gets shut down straight away, well, then the child is going to go back into themselves. So we really do need to begin a very difficult conversation, uh, yeah. Joe, uh, yeah. all of us. And we, need, and we need to find a way of getting more and more people involved. Because and, and it can, not, it's not easy. Sorry, Mark. Sorry, Colin. And, and I think there's something about stigma and how we talk and culturally. And if you look at generation from generation, do we talk about things like this? Or do we put them under the carpet? And I think it's now is a time with, with, with what's happened and with the two last cases that we actually start having what Cullum says, these kind of conversations. Yeah. And, and, and the thing is, Emer, I, I know from um, the tour that I was kindly given at one stage of Carrie um, on the Ennis Road here and the therapy rooms and, and how child-centred and child-focused mm-hmm. they are. I mean, you know, they're, they're like uh, normal playrooms, but clearly they're not because they're specifically designed as part of what you do to provide really important therapy to uh, child survivors. 
Absolutely, yeah. And they're child focused and they're safe and they're a place where a child can express whatever they need to express um, through play or by talking um, or dressing up. Um, and do you know what? It's really wonderful work because while it's difficult work, you know, the child is not always talking about the abuse. You know, they're talking about other things. And you know what's really key is relationship, you know, and, and being able for the child to trust us and enter into a relationship where they don't get hurt and that we're able to to be there with them through this journey. And who gives therapy to the therapist, Seymour? <laughs> well, I suppose, you know what, um, um, Joe, there's a few things. We have very good um, clinical supervision, and that's key. You know, we, we have regular weekly supervision. We have um, meetings with, um, I, I, as I oversee um, the therapy, you know, I'd meet with the therapists, the, the managers. So there there's very good structures put in place to be able to manage this. Um, and whatever support, this is the wonderful thing about Carrie, is that we're, we're child-friendly, um, we're all about children, we're also about the staff and providing the care for the staff because this isn't easy work. Mm. Um, and we want to make sure that the staff are able to be available um, for the kids, but that they're also not going to experience trauma themselves. Um, so we do we do provide a lot of support to help them with that. Yeah. We're chatting to Eamon O'Neill, who's head of therapy at Carrie, and Colm O'Brien is the general manager of uh, Carrie. And as you heard, they're the national headquarters of Carrie uh, on the Ennis Road in Limerick. Now, um, Colm, I, I know, and this is something that we've experienced in the past, something we'll experience again, alongside the enormous generosity of uh, listeners uh, to raise so many thousands for Carrie Limerick over the years. There is also, understandably, I suppose, um, an unwillingness to go there, you know, in people's minds. That, that it's, it's just not something that people feel able to face a lot of the time. Yeah, uh, I'd love to give you an easy answer to that one, Joe. Uh, we, we've we've uh, carried the organisation has come back come back to basics in the last uh, through, through through the pandemic. We we realised that we needed to reevaluate. Uh, here's here's a challenge. Um, the pandemic forced us all to stay at home. Now, if you think of the work that Carrie does and stands for, regrettably for many of our clients, uh, that was the most unsafe place for them to have been forced into lockdown. We're dealing with a very strange and warped reality, Joe. Uh, it's not nice to talk about it, but if we don't start the conversation, uh, we we'll never we'll never start the conversation. So we're delighted to have this opportunity with you. I think the cases, the most recent cases, have been fantastic in that they have begun to break the silence. Uh, there was a very positive result in the Monster case in terms of convictions. Uh, there was a very positive case in Charlene Masterson's case in terms of conviction, convictions. Because, and Charlene spoke about this. She said one of her fears was that she'd go through this process, open it up, and uh, a conviction wouldn't be handed down. Um, and can I ask as well, Colm, I mean, we will chat to you more about this uh, probably the start of September time as well. Um, but as I mentioned, you know, it's been so difficult last year and again this year for Carrie and our listeners have been very generous. I know with your Carambola Kids hat on previously, you know, all about business and connecting with other people in that sphere and uh, also marketing, etc., etc. But clearly you're going to have to think outside the box a bit to raise as much money as you can in an ongoing restricted period with COVID restrictions. Yeah, we are. Uh, and we welcome any support and, and basically any ideas. If somebody out there is listening and is open to helping, 
uh, it's all about funding. We, we need funds to run our facilities. We need funds to obviously... Uh, uh, the, the, the work is, is therapy. In, in fact, the one thing that we have learned to do uh, to get back to is we've put the child very simply at the, at the centre of any conversation or indeed any argument because we don't, we're not always on the same page in, in our organisation as is the same in any organisation. But if you put the child right back at the centre of the table and you say, what's the answer that's going to best support the child? And one of the magic uh, pieces, CARI offers the gold standard in terms of uh, therapeutic support for children who've, been, who've suffered uh, child sexual abuse because it works concurrently with non-offending carers in the child's life. So you, you've been to our premises in in, uh, in in Ennis Road, and if anybody would like to visit, I'd be more than welcome to show them around, show them what we do. But uh, you know, while while a child is in one of those fantastic playrooms, uh, working through their trauma with a trained psychotherapist through whatever medium, play, art, song, dress up, whatever it might be, a simple conversation. Another therapist is working concurrently with the non-offending carers because the child must go back into their world. And it's really important that the non-offending carers have the tools to support that child yeah. going through the process. And therefore, the, ha- the family can heal. Right. And Eamon O'Neill, as head of therapy, I mean, the money that has been raised by listeners here over many years, you know, it has really helped you, hasn't it, on the front line to provide the counselling hours <coughs> that are so important? Oh, absolutely. It's vital. Um, and I'm so grateful for the, the people who have fundraised for us. And I'm really grateful for the people in the future who are going to fundraise for us because it is it's really, really important. OK. All right. Well, listen, we, ta- sorry, Colm. Yeah. So, sorry, Joe. Just, to, you know, if anybody has an idea that they'd like to fundraise uh, something, want to do something that they love, they want to do a knit-a-thon, uh, they, you know, a cook-along, uh, a, a company wants to support us by perhaps sponsoring our telephony or cutting our grass, any euro that we spend on something that's not therapy related effectively is a child sitting at home. That's what we want to address. So any support in any way, we'd be delighted to hear from you, from, from your well, listeners through Live 95. Thank well, you. As, as I said, I mean, under normal circumstances, we would have started all this much earlier in the year. Um, Live 95 helping Limerick children 2021, but similar to last year, just hasn't been possible. We are hopeful now that uh, September onwards, certain things will be uh, possible and that uh, people will be able to uh, find ways to help you guys um, at uh, Carrie Limerick. And uh, it's uh, amazing, really, um, the children at risk um, and the the help that they need and the um, help that you have been giving them and continue to do so. But it is about the future as well, as Emer says. All right, well, thank you both very much. Uh, We look forward to talking to you again. And uh, great to get your insights this morning. That's Emer O'Neill, Head of Therapy at Children at Risk Ireland at Cary and Colm O'Brien, well-known in business circles in Limerick anyway, but now the General Manager of Cary, based in Limerick on the Ennis Road. Uh, Live 95, helping Limerick children. Um, We'll be talking about it. Uh, September onwards and uh, as Colm says you can get in contact with us or indeed uh, with him at Carry uh, on the Ennis Road HQ if there's any way you can help through Live 95 helping Limerick uh, children this year Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95